Octa Non Verba is a show that's raw and real, featuring hard-hitting interviews with people that live by the ethos of actions, not words. Marcus Aurelius Anderson is a TEDx speaker, best-selling author, veteran, and leadership and mindset coach. With this show, you get to join Marcus as he goes inside the minds and experiences of the world's most successful warriors, leaders, entrepreneurs, and experts. With each episode, you're going to get the philosophies, concepts, tactics, and strategies these leaders use to turn adversity into victory. Live an extraordinary life based on actions, not words. Now, here's your host, Marcus Aurelius Anderson. I'm Marcus Aurelius Anderson, and this is another installment of Octonon Verba's Warrior Wisdom. In these shorter solo episodes, I'll highlight lessons from warriors past and present from the battlefields of Italy, Greece, Japan, and the Middle East to more modern-day warfare, including tactics seen today in business, society, and culture. I'll also share lessons based on my own learnings and experience. The reality is this. The world is a battlefield, and to not master these lessons leaves you grossly ill-prepared for the adversity that you will inevitably face in the future. Today's lesson comes from the legendary conqueror Julius Caesar himself and is illustrated by the most elite modern warriors of our time, the United States Navy SEALs. Julius Caesar once said, It is easier to find men who will volunteer to die than to find those that are willing to endure adversity with patience. This is a powerful and true statement. In this life, there are no rewards, there are no punishments, there are only the repercussions of our preparation or lack thereof. Now that the enthusiasm of New Year's resolutions have worn off and people are taking a good hard look at where they are, there's a choice to be made. Some have wobbled, others have faltered, and many have quit entirely. Statistically, by February, more than 80% have done so. Comfort is intoxicating, and some of you have been sloppy drunk for far too long. It takes adversity to slap you from your slumber of mediocrity. And I'm calling you out on this right now. Not to shame you or not to verbally beat you up, but to point out that you have a choice ahead of you. The choice is this. Do you want to give up entirely, or do you want to reevaluate your goals, pivot, and redouble your efforts? Listen. We must come to the understanding that everything that we want to accomplish in this life will take more time, energy, money, and effort than we originally thought. From building a house, to starting a business, to strengthening our bodies or improving our relationships, adversity will undoubtedly appear while on this path often more than once. You see, there are two ways to do anything worth doing, correctly and again. So you want the shortcut? Here's the shortcut. There is no shortcut. There is no easy way. In fact, the shortcut is to perform the task at hand correctly the first time, regardless of how difficult it may be, because it automatically becomes twice as difficult when we have to do it again. This means we must be completely present and focused on the task at hand and do it to the best of our capacity. In the amount of time that many spend avoiding, justifying, and thinking of ways to go around their adversity, they could have already accepted it for what it is without expectation of it getting easier, committed to that adversity fully and completed the task to the best of their capacity. In my TEDx talk, I say that by trying to go around the struggle of adversity, not only will you have to face the same adversity that you would have initially, but now you'll be forced to do so already fatigued from trying to go around it in the first place. If your goal or objective is worth doing, it's worth doing correctly. So stop looking for the shortcut. Stop looking for the easy way. There are no shortcuts. The direct path is the shortcut. Doing it correctly the first time is the shortcut not trying to emotionally bypass the adversity that you must face in order to grow and succeed is the shortcut. Therefore, 
You must have this conversation with adversity in your mind now instead of wanting to do so while in the heat of battle. Because the decisions made while under duress, when facing fear, confusion, and hesitation, these become decisions made out of compromise. And decisions based on compromise are never ideal for our long-term success. Under pressure, most will default to the path of least resistance. Many will start with the best of intentions, but there's a quote that tells how the road to hell is paved with good intentions. And listen, I understand this may not be the advice that you want to hear because frankly, it's easier to sell people on the notion of something being easier, more efficient, or more effective instead of actually sitting down and having them do the work. Those that try to convince you of this are lying or trying to sell you something. Over the years as the podcast host, I've had the honor and privilege of interviewing some incredible people, many of whom were former Navy SEALs. They've included Nick Norris, who I first heard of on Tim Ferriss's podcast, Chad Wright of the Three of Seven Project fame, Brent Gleason, whose book Embrace the Suck had his intro written by his former teammate, David Goggins, JP Tunnell, who served with Jocko Willink as a sniper and point man, and continues to work with Jocko with Echelon Front as an instructor and consultant, Ryan Williams, who in addition to being a Navy SEAL, created Industry Threadworks, which is a multi-million dollar company clothing brand. I also interviewed the author of Three Simple Things, Tom Shea, William Branham, the creator of Naked Warrior Recovery and an incredible speaker, and author of the best-selling book, The Attributes, Rich Devinny. All of these men that I mentioned are former Navy SEALs. And as you can imagine, each of these interviews is a deep dive into everything from problem-solving and adaptability to mindset and mental resilience in the face of adversity. In order to become a Navy SEAL, you must go through the grueling crucible known as Hell Week in order to move on. It is during these five days that most men quit. Sometimes almost 90% of the attrition rate is on that time. Everything from surf torture in the freezing water to sleep deprivation, because there was no sleep that week, pushes each man to his limits and beyond. Now, when I asked each of these warriors how they were able to continue to push themselves in such extreme conditions, they all said essentially the same thing. And their answer goes something like this. If you start thinking about Friday on Monday, then you'll be overwhelmed and eventually quit around Wednesday meaning about halfway through. Their secret? They all said that they just thought about the task at hand and committed to it with everything that they had and let everything else out of their control go. Chad Wright mentioned that there was not one single evolution of Hell Week that would break you if you were doing just that single event. It was the uncertainty of the future that broke men. It was the not knowing of what was next, not knowing of what they would be forced to do, not knowing what the distance of the run or the ruck march or the swim was that overwhelmed those that quit. William Branham said, the key is not to think about the next day, the next night, the next task, or even the next hour. It was about focusing on just this step and this breath. In other words, being totally focused on being completely present in the moment is what kept these men moving forward when everyone else was giving up in the face of adversity. In Tom Shea's now famous book, Three Simple Things, he talks about the three ethos that he teaches and lives. Number one, honor your word. Number two, don't quit. And number three, stop making excuses. Again, these things are simple, but not necessarily easy to execute while under the pressure of adversity. And this is what Caesar meant by his quote. It is easier to find men who will volunteer to die than to find those that are willing to endure adversity with patience. When we have enthusiasm and motivation, we can do almost anything, or at least we think we can. And in the short term, that may work, but it is not sustainable long term. To be able to endure adversity with patience, as Caesar said, means that we must continue on beyond the point of feeling tired, beyond the point of being uninspired. 
It is cultivating the skill of enduring adversity with patience that separates the truly elite from the rest of the world. Every pre-performer that I know or have worked with has known this, and yet they all know that they can improve in this area every day. Legendary peak performance coach Josh Waiskin says in his book, The Art of Learning, that this process is a marathon and a sprint. It is a marathon of sprints. I urge you to listen to this episode again and take some notes. And in the meantime, these are your after action items for this lesson. Number one, where are you now in regard to your long-term goals? Have you wobbled or strayed from the path? Have you quit altogether? Give yourself a score from one to 10 right now on how well you're doing and be brutally honest when doing this. Number two, taking a good hard look at where you are currently, ask yourself, What is one small thing that I can do or begin to do right now to get back on track? Think of what those actions may be, explore them, and begin to take action, even if it's sloppy or ugly in the beginning. Number three, understand. If everything is a priority, then nothing is a priority. Most people try to do too many things, which means they're not present, which means instead of having to do it once, they have to do it again and again. What if what you focused on was just the one or two big goals that you had on your list. And then you redoubled your efforts to work with those with aggressive patience. Remember, there are two ways to do anything worth doing correctly. And again, how much time, money, and energy would you save if you could accomplish those small things that truly made the needle move in a significant way every single day? Finally, number four, keep in mind that everyone, no matter how rich, famous, or successful, has a difficult time with this to some degree. In other words, it's not just a battle that you have to face. Everyone has a tough time enduring adversity. Remember that if you can cultivate the skill to endure adversity with patience, it will put you with the elite who do this every day. This gives you a huge advantage in any arena that you enter. With the will that is built from this skill and with a long enough timeline, you can literally accomplish anything that you work towards. Thus endeth the lesson. If this episode resonates with you, share this lesson on social media and with others that need to hear it. Until next time, live a life of actions and not words. Live a life of Octa Nonverba. Thank you for listening to this episode of Octa Nonverba. If this message resonates with you, please share it out with others on social media. Hit that subscribe button and leave a review for the show anywhere you listen to podcasts. To learn more, please go to MarcusAureliusAnderson.com. Join his Octa Nonverba Inner Circle to get exclusive content, news, and information. Until next time, remember talk is cheap. Live your life based on actions, not words.